Thanks for checking out the Fly Racing Racer X podcast, and thank you for using Racetech for your motor and suspension needs. Great guys. They do a hell of a lot of work down there, whether it's motors, suspension, flat track bikes, vintage bikes, trials bikes, dirt bikes. Yeah, Racetech's got it all. Get your, uh, the right springs for your bike, for your weight and or speed, and they'll do uh, the porting as well for you for four-stroke heads, man. they got one-piece valves for KX and 250Fs, or Yamaha 250Fs, I should say. And tell them you listen to Pulp. Tell them you're a Pulp listener, and you'll give you a Pulp MX discount from the folks at Racetech. And they got service centers all over the United States, of course, and uh, so it's really easy. You don't got to ship to California if you don't want to. You can simply search out a Racetech service center on their website, and they use the same technology, the same uh, knowledge, and everything else that Racetech in Corona, California does. So great company, great guys. Please check them out. Pulp 21 is the code to save with Racetech. All right, on to the show. A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show, presented by Maxis Tires, Renthal, Motosport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,700 podcasts delivered with over 17 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, Unadilla Review. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. The 2022 Fly Racing line is out. Go to Motorsport and check it out. Go to flyracing.com and check it out. Follow them at social, at Fly Racing USA on social. So lots of places to look at the new latest, greatest from Fly Racing. They redid the light line last year, so this year they really uh, focus on the Evo and the kinetic lines of gear. And, uh, of course, the Formula CP helmet offers the Rion technology at an eye-popping price. Please check that out and more at flyracing.com. Of course, Osborne and Brayton and Hampshire and Savachi and Bogle and more all use Fly Racing. And, uh, man, they use it. It's good enough for them. It's good enough for you people. So please check that out. I also want to thank the folks at Renthal, of course. Uh, you know the name and you know the brand. They've been around for a long time. I'm sure you've used something of Renthal over the years, right? Would have had to have. Sprockets, chains, bars, fat bar. Twin wall bar, 7 eighths bar, fat bar 36. That's all there, man. And uh, renthal.com, a fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters, it all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. Honda, Kawasaki, Red Bull KTM, they use Renthal, and they have for the longest time. And you know why? Because this stuff works. It's a history full of innovations in the engineering and legendary component reliability. Renthal is regarded as the most trusted brand in the pits and the first choice to the world's premier athletes and race teams. Renthal.com to learn more. Thank you to Maxis Tires as well, SGB Maxis team. Uh, Jeremy Smith came back for them this week. Did pretty well. Of course, Rod Bell uh, as well. Uh, so please check that out. A-Ray, uh, not racing right now, but uses Maxis Tires. Maxis.com for more information on that. Light truck tires, SUV tires, trailer tires, mountain bike tires, and the MXSTs developed by McGrath for dirt bikes. Maxis.com. Thank you to Cobolinks, and thank you to the folks at um, motorsport.com as well. 
We really appreciate the support on the podcast. Weege and JT are coming up to talk about Unadilla and more. So, yeah, people, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. We have a new pod, the Re-Raceables. you got to search it and subscribe to it. It's, an, it's a, got its own feed. So it's Wygan and I going through old races. And uh, thank you to the companies that help us on that. It's been really, really fun. Got Damon Huffman coming up as well for that. So, uh, yeah, check out the Re-Raceables if you can, please. And, uh, you know, the, the Privateer Show and the Fantasy Pod and – the post-race reviews, these things, the one-on-one guests, yeah, all that podcast stuff. Fly Racing Moto 60 show on Thursdays. Uh, yeah, man, um, really appreciate you guys listening and growing this podcast. Over 2.5 million downloads or something last year? I don't know. Swiss Corps can help me figure that out, but I think that's what it was. Couldn't have done it without you people, so really appreciate it. All right, here's JT and Weeds joining me to talk about Unadilla. And now, as promised on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast, the Unadilla motocross review we're going to dive into what happened at the dilla and uh man there was uh some weird things to talk about here on the show uh thank you everybody for listening appreciate it again thanks to the folks at fly racing and maxis and rental cobolinks motorsport.com arma and onyx maps all on board with us and as, as always people subscribe to racer x magazine please you'll read things in there that you'll never ever see on the internet uh first up uh two-time german supercross champion two-time montreal supercross champion uh this man is out uh Hawking 2022 fly racing gear that is out now. Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? Not much. Sitting at home. Very excited that I did not have to fly back from Syracuse, New York today. I'm with you as well. Thank you. Uh, Also on the line, uh, the voice of the series, the voice of flat track, the voice of pretty much anything that you want to pay him for. It's Jason Wigan. What's up, Weege? Yeah. Guys missed out. We both weren't there. Yeah. Hey. Listen, it has been, for the most part, a terrific series. Uh, lots of great racing, lots of stuff to talk about. Unadilla's not one of them. <laughs> it, it just wasn't one of those days. I don't know if it was the two weeks off, the track, whatever it was. Uh, right, JT? Would you agree with me a little bit? Yeah, man, I, I think we've been spoiled by this season. Uh, today, I feel, was a little bit more normal, which normal in this case is not good. No, you mean yesterday? You feel sorry. like that? Yeah. Yes. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, we didn't have the side by like. like yeah. Roxon, yeah, he wasn't really challenged. I mean, maybe something was going to come from Plessinger, but bottom, yeah, it was not the 450 race appear we've seen the previous motos. No, and, and that's okay. Yeah. It's been a terrific yeah. series. Yeah, you're just yep. not you're not going to go yep. 12 for 12, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, I did like the new section that they put in, while well, the new old section, anyways. Um, I like that. That was a nice change. I always thought that thing was pretty cool. I can't remember when was that there and when did it go away. Like I remember it being there, and well, then it's it's been gone long enough where I don't know if any riders had ridden it. I oh, heard so many guys. That's a say good point. Not ridden it. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah, it's been gone a while. Uh, was and Brayton didn't was not there, so we cannot. Uh, oh, a veteran. V- veteran. Brayton would have yes. raced it on there. JT was not there racing. He would have raced on it. Yeah, I don't that know. That was the yeah. uh, that was the location of uh, my my bike exploding on the downhill yeah. landing there. And then, uh, my mechanic chuckling as he rode it back by being pulled by a quad. And the, your whole cases were gone. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. bottom of the cases were exploded. The rod snapped in half yep. and then just blew it a, a crater through my, the bottom of my cases. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it didn't go as far as it used to remember JT a couple of years. It went pretty far deep in there and then made a left. You know, yeah, uh, it went pretty far. I mean, we would jump like yeah. up the hill, like yeah. way up there, and then come back down. I mean, you would jump, I mean, really far down, which was the demise of me there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, I think it is better. It's cool. It's a, it's a yeah. fun uphill. Um, 
I really thought GL was going to say screw you. I really thought he was going to say the screw you at some point. I would I would have put money on it, but uh, are, are, has there been a directive to avoid that at all costs? Oh, I'm sure. No. Oh, no, I think we just no, don't do it. <laughs> I've never heard like I have no guidance at all. Like, yeah, like all right. we don't have. I've had no guidance ever from anyone to not. So the say words screw, "screw you" have never come up in a production meeting ever. Like no. this has never been addressed. No, I think we just assume we're not supposed to say it. So you're not. A, you don't ask Bondo. He doesn't go to what? What? Like you yeah. guys just took it upon yourselves to take away one of the greatest iconic sections in the history of American motocross. I don't believe I've ever called it screw you and i've been doing the tv show for that's my years point now. that's yeah. my point yes but everyone else that's ever been to unadilla calls it screw you so i'm asking you why you decided that this should never be addressed i don't know ask gl <laughs> i'm asking you i mean i feel like gl I mean, i'm only 50 percent of the broadcast yeah ask ashley Raynard. Why no, i, I mean i'm, I'm obviously problem? giving i'm giving you a hard time on purpose but I'm shocked that this has never even come up. Like, I would have assumed, just like Steve said, I'm, I'm sure, right? I would assume that in some meeting on Friday, you guys have production meetings on Friday, and you have a call throughout the week or whatever, that it was like, hey, you know, there's screw you thing. What do we do with that? And they're just like, ah, let's just avoid it. Just whatever. I don't think, uh, think Bytus or, or Megawatt or whoever have been the live announcers through the years, I don't think it's called that by anybody anymore. Oh, I've dropped yep. it. I've dropped it. When I announced oh, okay. it, Nadilla, I dropped it. Yeah. Shocking. Yep. I, Shocking. I, 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 uh, I dropped it one time and then chuckled. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, it is a problem. And in fact, the uphill out of Screw You is now called the wall. But I try to avoid calling it the wall much because I feel like when you're calling it something else, it almost begs the question. So I just call it nothing. And I, I, would, I would prefer if you don't call it Screw You here, if, you're, if you are unwilling to even address it, on TV or even in a production meeting, then don't don't uh, go out of your way for us. Oh, I do not personally have a problem saying "screw you." <laughs> I am just assuming that the network suits from NBC would. So that's my move on my part. Well, that's where you're wrong. Is they don't actually watch. So you think they're cool with it? Or no, they just wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know. think they would ever know. They wouldn't know. No, we do. No. We do. We do have people that we do have people that watch. So Eric Grilly. Is there you always bring that name up. I, don't, I have no idea if he's even still in. He definitely is not. <laughs> okay, that, that's my point. Does, I haven't heard that name in five years. Does Bob right, cost that's my, No, that's my point. Yeah. Does Bob watch it? Yeah, Al Michaels is tuning up. No, ready and, for and Sunday and night football. Listen, the only <laughs> reason I bring up I bring up Eric Gurley, who no one listening to this knows who that is, but he was a suit, as you so astutely pointed to, that had no idea about racing and i had to go to a couple dinners with him and he just was completely clueless to anything i was talking about but i'm sure he's incredibly educated and all that he just had no idea about moto like whatsoever. well yeah but now now i now you said that i have to correct that eric really i believe was in charge of sponsorship so that's why you were dealing with him eric yes, really had nothing right. to do with our broadcast it wasn't because people are gonna be like see see these nbc guys that have nothing to do with racing are telling them what to say in the show no we no, never, no yeah, were, i was never yeah, in a meeting sorry. with him ever no, right. yeah yep uh the the, the people on our side, uh, Rich O'Connor is a guy who's not there any longer, but he was probably with us for 10 years. He's one of the most knowledgeable racing people in all series. And uh, we have a guy, Aaron, now who replaced him. Like, they know racing hardcore. Uh, maybe I should have asked, what do you think about Screw You? Maybe I should have asked. Hmm. Probably hmm. the answer would be an answer I didn't want to hear. Yeah, well, yeah, probably. Better off just avoiding it. Uh, thank you. I thank just, you. I just want the <laughs> listeners to know that I dropped it on the live announcing. 
Wow. Yes. Now, we did have, I'll, I'll in full disclosure, we did have an issue last year where Chris Bond said, I think in today's everyone getting mad about everything climate, we're not going to call the Ten Commandments at Loretta's the Ten Commandments. And, oh, did Bondo hear it for that. So, if there is ever a, a pro-national at Loretta's again, <laughs> trust me, <laughs> they're going to be called the Ten Commandments. <laughs> you will be yelling the Ten Commandments over and oh, over. Oh, Davey lost his mind when uh, he found out we were not calling them the Ten Commandments. The, I love Bondo, yeah. but I think that was the wrong call. Uh, the ultimate was yeah. the parking lot jump. That was the ultimate. The, there's nothing that will oh, top that. The parking lot jump. The parking lot uh, jump. That'll, but uh, that was like a personal vendetta. Like that was. I don't know, was, dude. No, I, that was that was definitely not a. Hey, we're gonna get cancel cultured here. That was just Emig wanting to take a jab at Loraco. Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. <sighs> That's pretty awesome. All right. Anyone ever have like a major rivalry with Donnie Schmidt, and they're just like, yeah, the big tabletop. The big tabletop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stu refuses to call it the Chatterpult. Yeah. No, it's just a table. Just a table. Uh, All right, let's get into this. So, yeah, Ken Roxon, uh, he led every uh, lap except for three on the day. Fastest qualifier, got a whole shot. Uh, Kenny Roxon, everybody, uh, he was back. Look, there's plenty of people that, you know, when they saw his Washugo performance, uh, plenty of people online and some industry people that are like, oh, he's sick, Uh, I roll. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm not one of those people. I'm like, yeah, he's sick, like legitimately. Like, he just didn't feel well, and – we saw that at Washougal and, you know, I mean, two weeks off and, and all of that. But what a ride we each uh, rocks in 1-1 on the day. Unfortunately, only makes, up, only makes up eight points, but yeah. Yeah, uh, kind of weird here. So, Roxon, if you go back to the last time we raced at Unadilla, which feels like eons ago, it was actually two years ago, he did the exact same thing. I could not believe I had looked at the practice times from mm-hmm. two years ago because I just wanted to see how much longer the track was because they added that section back and also the section uh, – before the mechanics area was extended. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was looking at the lap times from 2019. I'm like, wait, what? Roxon was three seconds faster than everyone in practice in 2019? Oh, and he dominated both motos? I do not remember this. I straight up don't. So Roxon had been the unit. That wasn't the mud race, was it? That's not the mud one. No, no that okay. was 18. Okay. Which I think Marv won. All right. So here's the thing. Roxon probably had gone to Unadilla, what, seven or eight times before that? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the last two? What? What is going on? The wow. last two times, he has been untouchable. That was not the case. It was just another track for him. Nothing special. I don't know what's going on, but he now owns Unadilla. <laughs> yeah, that was a great ride. It was phenomenal, and the track was brutal. Uh, you want to talk about uh, leaving the track a little harder, and you want to talk about you know letting riders move around a little bit and all that stuff that we've mentioned on this podcast for the earlier races. This was not it, JT. This was not it. This track was brutal. Yeah, it was really tough, and I don't think – that television did it justice and i wasn't there either but i've i've been there enough to know when a track looks like that it's really really difficult um most most of the time television does do it justice so when you look at a racetrack and i'm watching it by myself and i'm going i don't think i want to ride that racetrack i can only imagine how bad how bad it was in person yeah it was brutal you know what's interesting about this? JT, let me ask you about this. I feel like the old Unadilla Masters, when it was like Bob Hanna and RJ and, and, and Stanton, right? It was yep. like the toughest, gnarliest, fittest, biggest, strongest guy who could manhandle it, almost like a sand track, right? Like just mm-hmm. the most physically imposing guy. It's gone so far the other direction with the ruts and the speed where now it's like the more precise and technical you are. Yeah, you it's cannot, Yeah, it's become a finesse track. It's funny. Yep. yep. Yeah, it, that track demands a lot uh technically and you can watch uh and i think we'll get into that but i think it's why jet lawrence was so good on on saturday as well 
I think that the the riders that have the most natural talent and ability and skill on a motorcycle, they shine on a track like that because their balance is simply better than most other people. And to ride in a rut for a hundred yards doing 40 miles an hour straight wide open and have confidence to do that without making mistakes, that takes elite level balance. And I'm not talking about elite level balance compared to the person walking down the sidewalk. I'm talking amongst already the best racers in America. And I just think you see that. I I think you see that come out whether in, in either class, I just think you see it's not super hot. It's not that demanding. It wasn't all that rough per se, like air quotes around rough. I just think to go fast on a track like that, it takes a special skill set. It's always been a place where Europeans do well. I mean, it's such a stereotype because they had the USGP there for, you know, 30 years and it only got raced one time a year for the, and the Euros were on it. And, and, you know, obviously the trans AMAs and all that back in the day. And it's such a stereotype to say it's a European track, but literally like, look at Purcell, look at Marv, look at Kenny, look at Ferrandis. Uh, I don't remember DV doing that well there, but uh, yeah, but just, look at, you know, even to your, to further your point, look at a guy like Wyndham, right? He was never the fittest guy on the line, but he was arguably always the most talented guy on the line. Yeah. And when you, allow the motorcycle to do what it do, does well, like let it flow through the corner, stay off the brakes, stay off the gas. You see guys like to do well. And, it, and, you know, it's it's that type of rider. It's the rider that does it exactly how you're supposed to draw it up. And I, I was never able to ride like that. I just could not do it. And I have so much admiration for guys that can, but they are the ones that shine on a racetrack like Saturdays. Timmy was good at Unadilla. Timmy was good at Unadilla. He was. Yeah. Or is that Tommy? I, uh, I won think the, the first photo, and then yeah. he it for him. Oh, two. Won the first. I think the four fifty helped helped him. Yeah, but he still ro- rode that racetrack really, really well. Um, yeah, uh, it was it was it was a great day for Roxon. Great day for Ferrandis and Muscan. JT, no Americans on the podium at Unadilla. Uh, back in the, if this was eighty seven, we they would have lit things on fire. They would. Yeah, they would've, I they mean, would've... AP should have been. He, he should have, and so I, I think AP and Sexton realistically, you know, they, their speed was there. So it's not like, man, Americans just suck. You know, you take Sexton's crazy first turn crash out and then you take sex or uh, take Sexton's first turn crash out and you take AP's just complete garbage crash. Now there's the weirdest crash I've ever seen. Um, and they're there. You know, I don't, I just, I think that's right. a little bit misleading. If it was a headline, you'd be like, what? But I think it, no, it was the headline. On, it was like on the headline on the weed show. You didn't see that? Oh, we're, we're, we're going to town on that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Communism is here. Live it, love it. <laughs> Larry, Larry Myers is Larry a guest Myers. is a guest yep. guest star on it. But I'll go I'll go with you on uh, on Tomac. Like Tomac was I mean um, nowhere near. Larry nowhere Myers near Larry Myers would talk about commies with Bale, who's <laughs> from France. Like, I love yeah. it. Like I you're just it. like what? I will yeah. let I will let screw you go if you if you bring back commies in the broadcast. <laughs> okay, any non-American is communist. Yeah, yeah exactly. Let's do it. Good enough. Um, AP, I ta- I was talking to, texting with AP a little bit today. Uh, oh, he's alive. He's alive. Yeah, he's got a okay. ribs and a liver. He told me. Um, I was asking him. I ran a by a theory by him, and he never responded. So I don't know. Maybe it's a stupid theory, but um, <laughs> that's off the response you get. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Did he land? And his subframe break, and he fell off the back. And no, he like he made a post about what what happened. Oh, he did. I don't know if you guys saw it. Yeah, he, oh. he said that he landed in a hole, 
and it his hand slipped yeah. and it rolled the throttle on wide <laughs> Jesus. open. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, seat, subframe, muffler, fender, just oh wow, that was a good one. Um that's too bad too, because he was making a run at Kenny. He really was. So bummer for eight. Yeah, and they had pulled away so quickly yeah. from everybody else. Like they were rolling. Yeah, it would have been interesting. I mean, I feel like he was just waiting. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying he would have won, but he right. was comfortable running that pace. Yeah. I, it is unbelievable to know that they are – that's how fast these bikes are, right? You are one mistake like that away from a – not a loop out, a backflip, but it never <laughs> happens besides RV. I get it, besides RV. But to know that that could happen at any time, but it doesn't, is crazy to me. I still, I, I still don't – I get it now, what he said but I'm still shocked. I never, when I was racing and I know the bikes are a little faster and whatever. I, I have a 2021 Honda 450 works edition in my garage right now. Like I, I know oh the bikes are really fast. Okay. But I've never ridden one where I like thought I was going to do a backflip on a straightaway. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's never I mean, happened. I, I, yeah, but you, he landed in a hole. It makes, you, you right. know, it I, makes, I know. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's just still the most bizarre crash RV, I've seen in a very long time. RV was on a straightaway. Just, pinning it it was yeah this one was a little more understandable but, RV, but... like looped out like <laughs> ap landed on his like upside down on his back yeah yeah dude it, it, the guys are landing in holes all the time they don't backflip no it, it was yeah, bizarre it, I, I watched yeah. it 10 times at least <laughs> trying to figure and the only thing i thought i thought his throttle hung wide open which essentially is exactly kind of the same thing that happened he he was the one that did it it wasn't a, a mechanical malfunction yeah. but that's the only way i could see that possibly happening was when you are not expecting it to be full throttle, your body position is not ready for mm. it, and you're not holding on tightly enough, so you get that crazy reaction. Uh, I, I think that it's understated how much you're, you're influencing the motorcycle as you're riding it, right? So when you hold it wide open, you are leaning forward because you're expecting it to pull you back. Therefore, you stay kind of neutral, if that makes sense. When you're not expecting the bike to to rip away from you in that scenario and you're kind of already back, the thing just goes crazy. Like it will pull you right off the back because you're not anticipating all of that. Well, uh, I guess G forces or whatever. You, you were too good of a rider, but just uh, for any normal human beings, go to Glen Helen, do a 20 minute moto, and by the end, with your arms pumped up and your hands hurting, the bike will almost loop up on you going up hills all the time. <laughs> it's very common for normal people. Uh, you know, you're just like, oh, my God, this thing's going over. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so bummer for AP. Uh, subframe breaking, not a theory that seemed like it was going to um, hold any water. No but, response. But, but, no uh, response. No, he, he was responding to everything Screw else. <laughs> he was responding to everything else. And, I, you know, just like I said, hey, I want to run something by you. And, uh, so you thought yeah. the subframe broke, and that's what caused the crash? I don't know. Yes. Maybe the bolts came out, and it broke at the bottom, and then his seat, his ass went down, and his hands went around the throttle. Yes. Oh, man. I'm you like, should have run that one past a few more people before you th- uh, went straight at AP with it. It's just the weirdest thing, man. Uh, Ferrandis, uh, two, uh, two, three on the day. And, like, yeah, he, he admitted he had nothing for Kenny. Um you know, he's pretty honest about it. Uh, but, again, this is the kind of summary he's having. He goes 2-3 on a day that you – I mean, that first moto, he was 12 seconds behind uh, AP at some point and 15 ahead of uh, – I don't know who it was, maybe Marv or Tomac. Um, you know what I mean? Like, all by himself for the whole moto. So, um, yeah, good day for Ferrandis when you go 2-3 and you, you know, end up on the box and you really don't even ride that noticeably well. 
So yeah, because I, yeah. I agree with JT. I think Plessinger and Sexton were riding well enough. They probably would have beaten him in both motos and stole more points, right? Like he wasn't catching Plessinger in Moto One. They were gone. Yeah, and Moto Two proved how good Sexton was. So and then you take a few more guys that are out. You know, like Cincerlo's out. Marsha uh, didn't race. Mm-hmm. It's it gets harder and harder if you're Roxon to make up points because we're literally taking if Frannis has an okay day, three or four guys that could maybe randomly beat him. Two of them crash out. Mm-hmm. Two of them are injured, et cetera, et cetera. I want it's your year. It's your year for sure. Things things yeah. roll your way. Uh, we've yep. seen that. Marv gets a, gets a podium four four on the day for Marv. Uh, yeah, good track form. Uh, qualified decently and uh, rode forward in that first moto. He he came up. So good job for Marv. I uh, talked to Marv quite a bit after the race because yep. I've been so curious as to like what is going on. And 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 by did the you way, talk everybody, or just did he talk the whole time? Well, um, actually, JT, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, Marv, who we know is usually never short for words, there were some things that he did not have answers for. So he went to the, you know, we tried new settings and we've gone back to old settings, you know, that we used to win on. And I'm like, okay, man, everybody on earth is going to be like, why didn't you just do that in the first place? You know, like, like it's pretty obvious. He used to win races or podium at worst all the time. And then you're getting eighth. Maybe you want to try what worked last year and all the years before it. And he literally paused. And I'm like, why didn't you just do that at the beginning of the year? And he's like, I don't know. So it leads me to think that there's some things that they weren't allowed to do or couldn't do or didn't have available. It was a very odd pause. And then his only answer was, I don't know. Well, I mean, there's lots of rumors about Marv trying to ride for Gas Gas, trying to ride for Husky. So... We'll see, but I don't know if there's a path there for him, but I don't know if everything's... Yeah, then he was asked about that, too. Oh, he I was? was? Like, hey, okay. At some point, I think it was in Supercross, somebody's like, hey, what do you have going for next year? And he's like, no, I'm already talking to KTM. It's in the works. Mm-hmm. Right? And that was like three months. We haven't heard anything. Yeah. And now all he'll say is, we're still talking. I will definitely be racing next year. Yeah. So a lot of non-answers. Uh, and Marv is usually pretty truthful, so yeah. I don't know what is going on. Right. He right. said he's still riding at Baker's. He's just in California, you know, went around Washougal time. He says he's still riding at Baker's because I think there were even rumors he was out of there because I don't know what's – everything seems like it's up in the air right now. Is that the, the feeling you get? That's the feeling I get. I don't know what is going on. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I thought I – th- I didn't hear Marv leaving Baker's at all, but yeah. Uh, we know Webb okay. is out of there, you know. Yeah. So uh, he said he's still there. Yeah, uh, uh, Marv is. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, four four. You know what Marv's number one thing? Huh. You know what Marv's number one thing? Huh. He's basically saying like, I'm going just as fast. The competition's just gotten a lot better. He's like these two Yamaha guys. They're way better than they were. Actually, three because Craig beats them sometimes too, right? And he's like, these guys have stepped up. This guy stepped up. This guy stepped up. I don't. Believe he's that. literally just saying like, there's five more good guys than there used to be. I don't believe that, but that's fine. I, I, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I never quite go with that. He right. he's been too good for too long against anybody. Right. He's thirty two? Yeah. Wow, thirty one? Yeah, it's you know, these things these things happen. Um yep. Hey, so was Kenny asked about MXDN I saw in the press conference? I didn't make the press conference. Kenny was asked about it? Yeah, I did ask him about that. Uh he's not gonna go. He was planning on it. Um the COVID oh, thing. Wait, is, he was planning on it? He was actually going to go? I'd heard that. All oh, okay. He was, all, all the Honda guys are going to go. Okay. I, mean, I think we know that Sexton's in line for Team USA, although yep. no one will say anything officially. And the Lawrence brothers are in. So I think at one point it was like, yeah, all Team Honda's going. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, Kenny said he wanted to. He planned to. And then as this is looking shakier and shakier with COVID, 
and uh, they might not have fans, and who even knows? He's just like, I'm not going to do it. So, hmm. so it was COVID is the reason he's not going. Well, the whole race is a little. I mean, I guess it's going to happen, right? I've heard some confirmation. It's going to stay in Mantova. It's still going to happen. But, I mean, we've heard every rumor in the world over the last probably three weeks, right? The GP guys seem like they're bailing. No? Okay. They seem like they're over it. The GP guys, they're going to bail. At least it seems that way, like most of them. So, I don't know what's going on. I, uh, we do think that USA will be Sexton, Hampshire, and Barsha, right, Weege? Yeah, I think so. Barsha yep. obviously was out this weekend, but yeah. the plan is for him to be back at least for the last two rounds, if not even even Ironman. So I don't think that's going to affect mm-hmm. this injury that kept him out of Unadilla. I don't think it's going to affect that. So right. they should be good. Um, it'll be interesting to see who shows up and who doesn't. You know, I don't. I, I don't, don't think Geyser's going. Think and yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't think you're going to get the superstars of the MXGP series. I hope we do. Yeah. But I am. I will be surprised. So if America wins because a whole bunch of racers are missing, JT, that's fine. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, not a good day for Tomac. Look, he got a little uh, fortune to get the third with uh, with um, uh, the, the, the uh, AP going out. Uh, he was a distant third in that moto. And in seventh, Ouija never got it going. Did you talk to him? No, I didn't see him after the race. And I know okay. people will be like, of course not. But Tomac, dude, but he sucked at uh, Colorado. Like, he, yeah, I he, saw him no, over he, there. Southwick? Anything. Southwick, he showed up. Yeah. Uh, Southwick, he, he put was in probably the second moto. Uh, first moto. <laughs> but first, first moto. Like, he was okay. mad about the first moto. So he didn't have a, right. you know. Oh, I, yeah, sometimes he does come over, even yeah. on bad days. Yes. I always give him credit for that. And he always says, like, well, don't I have to do this stuff? And I'm like, oh, no, no. Oh, no, he not doesn't. Your level? By the amount of times he does not answer me to come on the Pulp Show, uh, oh, he does well. not have to do these six. Okay, well, <laughs> Plessinger didn't answer you back on your subframe theory either. Okay? Yeah. Uh, uh, but, yeah, tough no, day. Hear, uh, it was a rough day. I actually saw Ian Harrison, the uh, KTM team manager in the airport this morning. And he's just like, man. There are some days where Kenny or Eli are so good that I want to watch them instead of our guys because it's just so amazing. But then he's like, then there's other days where it's like, how could it change so much? And I'm like, uh, yeah, we know. Yeah. Like, exactly. Uh, like, fit. I think did Craig just hold him off the whole moto. I think, I think so. Just yeah. Him. Just that was it. He was on yep. him and yeah, just nothing powerless against Craig. Uh, yep. Sexton's crash JT first moto. That was uh, he could it, it could have got a lot worse. Yeah, it was a big one. Yeah, that was a big one. Uh, landing on your hip and leg like that, we've seen in front of pretty... thirty-eight guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the bike was kind of guarding him from people behind him a little bit, but um, either way, uh, definitely lucky to be able to even get up and get points that moto. Let mm-hmm. alone come back and almost win the second moto. Yeah, yeah, I come back to eleventh is good for sure. Uh, and second moto, he was great. He looked great. God, those guys are so nice to ride. Watch to ride. It's Sex unreal and, and rocks. It's just unreal. it's real. You're just watching them, and you're like, "Look at those dudes ride!" I just, I literally the entire time I'm watching, I'm like, "How do you do that? How how do you do that?" Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Coop Webb sixth. A lot of fight. A lot of fight, but five five on the day, sixth overall. Is this ever going to? I I know you've been on this. Oh my god! Here we go. This wagon of he's going to turn it around and, and battle for wins and podiums. Is this not happening now? Well, if we lose a few more guys. (laughs) <laughs> could happen. I'm of the opinion that, but if it doesn't happen at Bud's Creek, it's never happening. Well, yeah, I don't. I think that ship sailed. But uh, I mean, God, you got to He's he's putting in the fight. You know, he's trying hard. I mean, I had somebody that is close in his circle tell me that he's out of shape from Supercross. He has not been doing the work that he was in Supercross. That's what they think. He is not in the same shape. They, and and this person was like, look at him. 
And I'm like, I don't know. I, I, look at him. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go look at him, I guess. Why are you yelling at me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This person was very adamant that I go look at him. So, you know, yeah. I'm going to have to go in the semi. And All right, Coop, let's take your shirt <laughs> off. Do a body body fat analysis. <laughs> I got my pinchers here. Uh, let's get going. Uh, you know, I don't know. This guy was very adamant about that. And so, uh, I, you know. So my theory is Bud's Creek, you know, his type of dirt, it's that red clay that he grew up on. He's ridden really well always. And that, you know, it starts to been great. That's the, been the one strength of his series so far. That track works well for good starts. It's really difficult to pass. And I think it's more of a track that works for him. It's more of a turn and hold it wide open and then turn again type track. So if, I just don't think it's ever happening. This like I just think it's his best chance. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I just think it's the best opportunity for him to battle for a podium this season. So Weege? we'll see. Weege? What do you think? I, I don't see how you go eight rounds. Almost every one of them almost exactly the same. Listen, he went 5-5. Five, five. He went 5-5. Five, yeah. five. He's gone 5-5 five, five before. Like The, the I, same dudes I'm, that drop know, him every week drop them again. But I'm saying if you go like 5-4 and you get some help, you can get a podium. Okay. I, I, the distance between he and the lead has been the same. He every he's month, not so, winning. Yeah. He's, right. he's okay. not winning. No, I, so, I'm very yeah. much on, the, on that page. He's not winning. But I, I'm just saying yeah. if he's going to get a podium – his only shot is coming up this weekend. Yeah, I see what you mean. Right. Could he go four or five or something and, and end up with a podium? I mean, Marv went four or four for third this week, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Right. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Just put in – you put in one great moto. You find a, yourself in third. Yeah. Hang in there for a fifth, a second moto, and then uh, bingo, bingo. We've seen plenty of guys who, you know, are elite and aren't having the series they want pull the, pull the shoot. And – He's not doing that. He's fighting. He's trying. I admire that part of it. It's not working. I think he's too but, proud uh, to pull the shoe. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. But, but a lot of guys have. So, um, Christian Craig, seventh, seven six on the day. I don't think we ever saw him one time on the broadcast. We saw Anstey in eight. We saw Bogle. Cody shocked I saw him. I saw him a couple times in the pit area. They showed him. Yeah, Weej. Well, Weej shot him down for the Weej show, I think. Didn't you, Weej? What? Do you actually watch the He was the on the Weej show. show. Or, or you just comment? No, like, I watched the, the weed show. Post weed show, I mean, okay. shot him down. Okay, wait. Who did you say? Interviewing him, shooting someone down on the weed show. You're like, you've been on the weed show too much. That was he was Dean in the Wilson. star. He was oh. in the star truck like the entire time. I know, but I thought he was saying to. He said to somebody, "It was Dean Wilson." Though. All right, let me help you. Okay. Christian Craig rides a Yamaha. It was, hopefully, it yeah, was. Con- yeah, he, I just. Yeah, he's in the star Yamaha tent. Uh, yeah. I can tell Dean you, he's Wilson on there. rides a Husqvarna. It's a different Connor, guy. Listen, Connor's I just been on there too much. I, is the one that's you've been have too on too much. It uh, pays really well. Pays really well. Yeah. Listen, we. Uh, I don't think yeah. it was your best effort either. By the way, you yawned on the air at one point. Um, what's going on with your watch situation, too? By the way, what is happening oh, with the watch? Out. Brilliantly, you all fell into my trap. This is so good. So, I've had this janky watch strap, which has been commented on all year. Yep. You guys think I'm an idiot? I'm sure. Yeah. Professional mm-hmm. for having a janky watch strap yep. that's broken. Oh yeah. Well, you fell right in my trap, Steve Mathis, because what did I see on my doorstep when I got home this morning? Oh, it but just... not one, but two high-end watches. I don't even want to know what these things cost. Yeah. From your friends at Polar. Yeah, Wayne. Old Wayne pulled through. He hit me up. He's like, we got to do something about the watch. What's his address? <laughs> okay, but then let's make sure the alarm is not going off at random times. <laughs> Uh, okay. that, that was, was unbelievable. That was, that was unbelievable. <laughs> that was not me. That I would also life. like to thank Weege and Wayne because I also got a watch. I think it was a preventative move 
to make sure that nothing like that was befallen to me. But yeah. I had a polar watch so, waiting for me when I arrived at my house. Yeah. I actually saw Wayne at the track real quick, and he's like, I got to give you a watch. And then I never saw him again, and I was so desperate. I'm like, I got to find this Wayne. Where is he? Well, I missed it. That's, the weekend's over. I texted you for your address, whatever, the, whatever that time ago. And you, you uh, know, yeah, but yeah. when you do that, it could be for anything. Right. It could be for anything. Uh, your hair was everywhere. You had your watch still broken. You yawned. It was a tough day for you. What, what, was, up with the yawning? The, what was up with the yawning? The racing wasn't great. Your hair too, like what is maybe, going maybe on? That was, maybe that was maybe maybe the racing. You guys went yawns. to commercial during the AP crash. Oh boy, I do love how people like, as if we know. I sense a loop out <laughs> is coming on. <laughs> you know what? The second place guy is going to loop out. Is going to loop out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, Max. Uh, same thing. Rocks and past Sexton. Same thing. Like I have a sense that. Yeah. Yeah, you just never know when these things are going to happen. It's it's called live sports. Yeah. Uh, Max Yance, the eighth, Bogle ninth. Bogle ran up front in the first moto for a while, uh, and then he came from way back in the second moto. So, like, maybe Bogle's fixed because we all remember. Uh, no. Dude, Bogle said if you actually do watch the weed show, you'd get all these scoops. Okay. Bogle and Craig were standing next to each other, so I interviewed both of them. Uh-huh. And Bogle's like, look, I only got five laps in me, so I'm terrible. And Craig's like, no, you're riding pretty good. He's like, I'm just going to give everybody a tip. Just wait behind me for the fifth lap, and then Listen, you can go right he, by. He he came from twenty something to twelfth in the second moto. He, that, you know, I mean, I don't know, dude. What, what what race was it? Where it was just oh Millville? I mean, that was Millville was rough. You know, this was better than that. Yeah, a lot, yeah, a yeah. But I did interview him after Washugo. He's like, look, man, I got a lot of stuff going on with me. I'm not good. It's not good. I'm sick. I got no energy. You know. So. Yeah, he confirmed again. It's right. it's not going to fix itself. Right. He's got five laps, right. and he's done. Remember, at Millville, he whole shot, right? So I think the difference between trying to run that pace yeah. was but, five But laps. he ran fourth or fifth for a while at uh, first moto this week. So I'm just telling yeah. you, I know. he was he more than willing too. to say he only yeah. has five laps. Uh, Cody Shock, 10th Shock, yeah. overall. I picked Cody Shock in Pulp Mix Fantasy, by the way. Thank you, Cody Shock. Good job. Dude, he rules. Qualified he's, eighth. Yep. He's awesome. Really got to, I mean, it's it's really one of the best stories of the year. Like, Okay, but dude. as I said, though, as I, and I'm not shitting on Cody. Oh, no, you're going Mumford on him. No, no, I'm not. You're going to do it. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Weed, you agreed with me the last time I brought this up. So the 450 Nationals have a long history of privateer dudes crushing it. Yes. And it never like gets them anywhere. Like, so is Cody in this group of Norin, Gavin Grasick? Uh, I, I mean, God, nope, can he is not. He is of, not. Okay. He is not. Here is why. Did we see signs of speed in Supercross? Yes, we did. We did. We did not ever see that from those other guys. We've Cody Cooper. Norin. Cody Cooper, Norin. another example. Another example, Cody Norin Cooper. Norin is a shining star in 450 Supercross. Okay. Okay, JT. JT. That's that's mean, right? JT. And only J J Bone hires these guys outside of J. Good point. Yeah. Actually, and so J Bone's out. So <laughs> they kill it outdoors, and then they go to Supercross to struggle, and it's like, wait, what? And J Bone's scratching his head, going, "Hmm, this is odd." Yeah, <laughs> we never saw Cody Cooper do anything in Supercross. Like shock, I think. Yeah, shock. Yeah, shock you're right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But shock, shock, I think, shock yep. just turned it around this year. He was god awful. The year before. No, two years ago. Two years ago. 
No. No, I think it was last no, year. No, it was last year in the seven rounds of Salt Lake that we had. Yes. It was unreal. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was thinking more outdoors. Okay. Uh, but yeah. he, he was he coming off a bad wrist. And yeah, he, I talked to him about it a little bit. He, yeah. yeah. But, um, so anyways, These 10th over. He was on my, uh, they were on my flight. I'm like, how are you on my flight out of here? They're like, we are actually connecting in Charlotte and then Phoenix and then back to California. And I'm like, his mechanic, you know, Tony Archer. Yeah. Is from 15 minutes from Bud's Creek. And Shock is from Delaware, probably not that much further. I'm like, you guys have to take double layovers to go back to California just to come back to where you live. Yeah, no, that's like four days. Yeah, remember but, the uh, remember the the, the Hep yeah. Spirit Airlines controversy. I mean, those guys were going everywhere. Like, yeah. Well, Archer's uh, wife is preg, so he's just got okay. it. He's on baby watch. He's, well, I'm like, please tell me you would have stayed at your house for what, five days. What I'd like to do is, you know, the Fight Club guys that we have, you Bitus and RV, right? They're cooking up their next Fight Club. Uh, yeah. I want to see Shock and Rod Bell at Buds, just just twenty four hour race, oh, stop for gas, okay. and that's it. Okay. Yeah, because I, mean, I, I have a feeling Shock would beat him pretty badly right now. I don't know. No. Uh, Rod Bell and Buds are also tight. So, you have you watched Shock race Rod Bell this season? You're throwing in thirty eight other guys, JT. Oh, We're just going mano a mano. What about qualifying times where there's one lap? Okay. Uh, again, JT, I'm not really serious about a fight club with Shock and Rod Bell at Buds. I'm just kind of going on the show because they both ride Buds all well, the time I mean, and they grew up there. So I'm not like things, really say ridiculous you know, things. I'm trying I'm not to bring really some trying sense of to get a fight club with just two men for 24 hours at Buds. You should get A Ray and Tomac to do a 24 hour race okay. <laughs> and see who wins. If A Ray and Clay and, Cla- and Cade, sorry, Clade, Clade Casey. <laughs> he raced this weekend. Clade was there. He did. He showed up. Clade was there. If A Ray and Cade raced for 24 hours, would they end up being side by side, like finding each other the whole time? Probably. Yeah. Okay. That, uh, that one would work. Dean Wilson, 11th. Dean had weird brake problems in the first moto. Second moto got eighth. Uh, Ryan Surratt, 14 11. What? Look at that. Yeah. Ryan Surratt. So that's a good job. I just never Brilliant. thought of Ryan Surratt as a 450 motocross warrior. But he went to works races for a year or so, and he's come back, and yeah, good job. Um, Savachi, 620. He crashed pretty good in the second moto, he said. Uh, Chris Canning, Hartraft had bike problems. Uh, Jace Kessler. Weeds, Jace Kessler ran up front for a while. D800. Yeah. Yeah, like good start and um, was kind of hanging there for a while. Yeah, good job, D-800. Jace Kessler. Coming out of the amateurs, well, even though he did some pro races. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> the the OG eight hundred posted uh, career highlights of Wash Unadilla last week coming into the race, so maybe he was Jace was inspired to live up to that. I could see them coming all the way around. First, being mad that he took the eight hundred, and then later on, him being adopted by the Alessi clan. I got the story behind that, and it's going to be a privateer uh, island podcast this week, so stay tuned, everybody. With Kessler? Yes, with Kessler. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was very disappointed at uh, at one point, Scott Wallenberg, our esteemed publisher at RacerX, is like, hey, you guys are talking about all these sons of riders. How about Kessler? And I'm like, sorry, Scott. It's not Mickey Kessler's son. Yeah. Sorry, but... But Mickey's kid did race. Or still does. Dakota. Yeah, Dakota. Dakota. Yeah, Yeah, still does. Yep. And, what and, happened and Barry the... was there, and Corey Carson was there. Oh, Corey got in only because of AP, which happened, I believe, a few weeks ago, Weege, and you were saying on this podcast, get him out, get get him out, get the real guys in there, whatever whatever you were saying a few weeks ago. Well, oh, so he made it Motor 2 as alternate? Yes. 
I think that happened at uh, yeah, yeah, high yeah, point. That, that, and I said Corey Carson made as an alternate, and you're like, yep, get that. Yeah, get whatever. Singer doesn't deserve to be in these races. Anyway. Get him out. <laughs> thank you. That's what I. Thank you. We need He's you to a say that again. Tracer. Right. His, his dad is Hall of Fame, GNCC. Right. Tressinger, give it up. Let Corey Carson take the gate, baby. Speaking of Hall of Fame, did GL was GL upset he didn't get in? Uh, he didn't mention it. I don't even know if he knows. Okay. Either way. All right. Like, uh, <laughs> dude, it was tough. Like I, I saw, I, I had a, I had a hand in trying to get him nominated. GL's my guy. A big respect for him as a racer, and then also, you know, we. You know, he's been involved in the industry post-racing. But then when I saw the nominees list, I'm like, oh, damn it. Frickin' Villapoto's on there, too. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Uh, have uh, you the, still been trying is, – is Mickey Diamond in? No. Oh, sorry, do, the dogger. 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 Yeah, dogger's in. I got dogger. He's in. Yeah. You got him in. Okay. But, I mean yeah, – We went fast. Brett Smith did it. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, Glover did it. <laughs> Brett Smith did it. Uh, all these they people did it. did it. All these they people did it. did it. Yep. They did it. Yep, yep. They did it. Well, I know. Trust me. Oh, trust God. me. I, I know. I, uh, it's all. So great. It's all it's so been great. marked down upside in oh, my, my head. Day. My day is made just for <laughs> you. Yep. At we went fast, everybody. They wrote, they they did it. Thank you. Hell of a campaign. Yep. Uh, you know, the unfortunate thing for GL here is the problem. We had this weird. I don't know. Like ten years, where like no motocross guys are getting in, right? Yeah. Like, and I feel like the dogger thing uncovered. Like, wait, there is something wrong with this process. Now the process appears to be fixed, but now there's this logjam of, like, GL should have got in, I, just, I think 2010 was his last year racing. So he should have gotten in in 2015 well, or 16 or 17. Now everybody's like, oh, what about Dunge? What about Dunge's Snoop? next year. Yeah, Dunge's That's next year. That's what I mean. Yep. Like, this is what happens when they take 10 years off of putting motocross guys well, in. Listen, this is, this is probably going to shock you both to the core. But the whole AMA process is really screwed up <laughs> for voting of this thing. It's really screwed up. They they don't they send out emails that go to people's junk mails. You got to be a lifetime member to only vote or or a pass a past Hall of Fame. There's massive lobbying going on with like trials guys. You know what I mean? They're all together and they get their guys in and dirt track people get their guys in. A guy made it last year. A dirt track guy. He had like four wins in his career. Yeah, you're in, buddy. You're in. You're, you're, you're good. This is our guy. The whole process is just completely screwed up, and it's the AMA. So it was perfect. So. I'm happy my guy Gary Denton, who was my yeah. hero growing yeah. up because I was a quad guy. Yeah. Uh, Gary Denton is in. Yeah, so he is. Just want to send a shout-out. Good job. Good job to the Gary. The goat of quads. He's, he's yep. a good dude. I did a podcast with him, and then I told him yep. about how I took him riding in 1986 <laughs> for, in Winnipeg, and he remembered nothing. <laughs> Nothing. And I'm like, Gary, I can still picture it like it was yesterday. But Some kid in yeah. Canada. Right. Yeah. Uh, Heart Raft had some bike problems, but 10th in the first moto. Uh, good for him. Uh, Jeremy Hand did well. Uh, ben LeMay, 2250. Stop me. Rod Bell. Uh, Jeremy Smith was back for the SGB team. A Ray was there as a coach. So Why did uh, A Ray not ride? He got double wrist surgery. Oh, his wrists are trash. They look so bad right now. You didn't uh, know this, JT? Uh, I, I do. It does jog my memory now. <laughs> okay. Yes. Right. Well, there were some things floating around out there. I was just, I wasn't sure what exactly was the reason he wasn't racing. Uh, he oddly, on Friday, he was just walking around, no air casts on or anything. And then on Saturday, he has like these giant wrist braces with blue tape holding them on. And I'm like, did you hurt yourself more last <laughs> night? And he's like, no, I was supposed to have these on all the time, but I just, it was too hot yesterday. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you guys will love this. So, uh, you know, Millsaps works with Mumphy, right? Yeah. Yep. So, Davey was not there, so he enlisted A Ray to be 
him for the weekend oh boy. to be his go-between. <laughs> so he shows me text of what he's supposed to say with feeling, with heart, to pump Mumphy up. And it's all about, like, you know, dig deeper than everybody yeah. else, et cetera, et cetera. Pump the guy up. And I'm like, so did you do it? Did you act it out? He's like, no, I just handed him the phone and had him read the text. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's probably for the best. I mean, put yourself in Mumphy's shoes. You, you, a, you hate JT. And B, are you really going to, you know, be – Take it from A-Ray? Yeah, take it from A-Ray. Like, <laughs> it's A-Ray, like all the battles, all the wars. Right. Won, all the championships. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> Is it where we're at now? Like the next uh, college or high school football epic movie, it's going to be the coach in the locker room. Hey, you guys. <laughs> Read this text. <laughs> yeah, read the text. Read the text. Uh, JT, Get out there. Read JT, the text. did you pick Cade in fantasy? No. Oh, okay. All right. Just checking. He got like 60 points or something. Yeah, he's good. Um, I, I did not. No, I did not right. pick him. All right. Uh, thank you. to Anything else on 450 class? I wish we could find out more about Richie or Ricky Randonella. Yeah. We, we got to find out. He's been pretty solid. He got 25th <laughs> overall. We got to find Reach, out. Richie. 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 I, like, I like calling him Richie. <laughs> you just want to stick at Richie regardless? Yes. All right. Listen, name is Will, Mike, Will Richie, Mike Richie drafted second or third overall by the San Jose Sharks in 1991. Uh, that's okay. how you said his name, Mike Richie. God, that is Thank some you. useless information. So Thank that you. is Christina Richie Thank was in uh, – See? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Adams Family. <laughs> yeah, Adams Family, yes. Right. Wednesday. Right. Wednesday Adams. So that's how you say Richie. And, but, again, in the world we live in, that's probably Ricky. But uh, I don't know. Uh, it could be Richie. Richie, yeah. It could be Richie. Uh, somebody DM. But he is a he is a like Jersey. That is a Jersey guy and a Jersey oh, name. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, all right, yeah. Reach. So go ahead. Sorry. Uh, one other thing. So uh, Phil is out, as we know. Yeah. Uh, Dominique Thury, the German, uh, rode a four fifty for the weekend for Club MX, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Are you filling in for Phil?" And he's like, uh, "I'm like, is Phil's bike still in the truck?" And then you're not riding. And he said, "No, I'm not on Phil's bike." I'm like, "Either way." Can we just say your Phil's filling? And he's like, yep. Well, he tore his bicep. Oh. He tore his bicep, which I've never heard of happening in motocross. Didn't even crash. Uh, he has a torn bicep. So that's Burner what happens. Burner tore his bicep. Yeah, Burner tore his bicep. Have him uh, show you sometime. It, like, rolled up. So now it's, yeah. like, it's just it's like this ball. It's weird. His is not that bad. Did, it's partial. Did yeah. the, Does Thurry's dog operate on him? Does the Thurry's dog that apparently never leaves his side know anything oh, about the it? dog that – uh? It goes through the whoops and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Thurry's out, and I'm like, this is what happens when you fill in for Phil. This is the kind of stuff, an injury no one has ever had. Uh, Didn't even I'm, crash. I'm still mad at Thurry over Orlando. I am still oh God. not past that. Oh, God, you're brutal. Uh, Felix Lopez was there, too, Mexican national champion. And a guy from Uruguay was there. So International track, we, you know. It's yeah. just the way it is. Yeah, we got top yeah. three. USGP. And, yeah, not top three yeah, non-Americans. And then, so back in the day, the USGP, I guess just this is a strange concept now for those guys, but they used to pay out shit tons of money just to go to these USGPs, right? Because you had euros. And so my buddies from Canada would go because it's not far, but they were international riders, quote unquote, right? Even though they just had to drive to Dilla, which is four hours or whatever. And they got so much money and they didn't even need to qualify. Like they just 800, 800 just, euros. I don't know what it was. I know what it was. But, I got paid. But you don't. It could have been different in the nineties. I'm just I saying. I raced it in nineteen ninety eight. Okay. So these guys, my buddies, would go. I mean, they had no business riding a USGP, but there was an international rider, and they had they got in, and they they would just you know ride practice and then just drink beers and watch the motos, and they made money. It was great. So wait, they didn't even ride. No, no, no. They just rode, but they they ended up hoping hell at qualifying. 
It was actually, I'm lying to you, it was actually, I think it, the euro wasn't established yet, maybe. So maybe it was Swiss francs. It was 800 Swiss francs, which is very similar to the euro valuation. But yeah. That's how so how much was that? Like, was that 800? Uh, in no, today's it was, dollars, about 875 bucks. It was like two grand Canadian. Especially back then, it was, it was Dude, like my really mind good is money. blown. Yeah, yeah. There's so, no money for anyone at all. Yeah, at any point. Yeah. Ask Shane Drew. Right? Next time you see Shane Drew, he was one of the Did guys. But Shane, was, oh, Shane okay. was good. But yeah, Shane yeah. hit every USGP he ever could. So, Why do you have wow. to ask Shane Drew? I'm telling you right now. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just asking for the amount that it was in Canadian and what the amount was back in the day. Can I just? Do you think the amount just stayed well, the same you, your entire you life? Do you think it was 800 euros for go, Brad Lackey in 72? I'm talking about the 90s, and I tell you it was okay. 98. And then you go, let's just ask a Canadian. But go, do you think oh, it was okay, the same amount okay. for Lackey in 72, or is it possible the amounts changed? Well, you you didn't say Lackey in 72. Okay. Here we go, Weech. <laughs> he just doesn't want, like, I'm telling him what the yeah, number yeah, yeah, is, and yeah. he's just, like, disqualifying me from it. No, no, no. I, yeah. Just, that Bud's Creek, JT? Yeah, it was. Yep. Yeah. I went to that one. There were, like, no fans. 99? Windham? 99 or 98? It was 99. It was 99. Yeah, yeah. the Wyndham Everett showdown. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that was a big deal, Wyndham winning that. It was, it was and, pretty cool. In the moment, it was pretty and cool. And for the re-raceables, uh, I went and saw that. I read, read through that race for some reason. Um, and Jonathan Beasley said, we will have a USGP every other year here. Okay. Hey, and I'm still he lent a donation, so I'm not going to doubt the guy. Right, right, right. I guess I was just waiting those, for the 01 MX, uh, USGP and the 03. And all those races, man, 45 minute motos are aggressive. That's a long time to be out there. Like you are just daydreaming for half the moto for 45 minutes. <laughs> Didn't they take jumps out? If I remember right, compared to the national, it was tabletops only. Yeah, no doubles, right? Right. Yeah. Yep. Which it, was the it, same it was... thing. It's the same. I mean, if for a pro level rider. A double is no different than a tabletop because all we're going to do is land on the downside anyway. It's okay. the silliest thing ever. <laughs> okay, Fly Racing, Racer X Podcast. This is the Unadilla Review. Thank you to Fly Racing. Their 2022 line continues to push the boundaries of innovation style. The all-new Formula CP helmet. Was that named after Purcell, JT? The Formula? Yeah, CP helmet. Oh, no, it was not. It was uh, Carbon Poly. Okay. Did CP ever wear Fly? I don't think he did. Christopher Sell, uh, he, I want to say he did. Okay. Husky? No. Uh, I got to think about it for a second. Yes, okay. maybe. The CP helmet yeah. offers Rion technology at an eye-popping price. Improvements extend to the Evo and Kinetic lines, of course. Go to motorsport.com and check it out and uh, order up some new 2022 fly racing stuff. Uh, it's actually doing a great job. Thank you to the folks at motorsport.com. Uh, 79 bucks, free shipping. Uh, OEM parts, aftermarket parts. Uh, great guys. they got a dedicated team of gearheads there. If you have a dirt bike, if you have a street bike like JT, if you have a mountain bike, if you have a UTV, if you have... All anything like that, motorsport.com has got things for you. And uh, head to toe, they will cover it all. Thanks to the folks at motorsport.com. And Cobra Links, too, uh, all made in Boise, Idaho. 15% off any link and free U.S. shipping by using the code PulpMX, cobalinks.com. Uh, basically, what these are lowering suspension links for everything from a to Yamaha, used by trail riders, moto guys, venture tours. And uh, again, increase your plushness, improve your cornering, gain confidence by having a lower center of gravity. Use the code. PulpMX are also available at motorsport.com, which you can use through the banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com. Thanks to the folks at Arma as well. I've got the, uh, I went for a good ride this morning. I met some uh, 
friends out on the trail that ride e-bikes, so we really bonded. And I had Arma in my uh, water bottle. I had the fire, and I had the hydrate as well. You can try Blitz, of course, uh, the hydration uh, stimulation as well for when you ride. It tastes great. Works great. McGrath uses it. Chad Reed uses it. I talked to Chad Reed the other day for a story. He was probably drinking Arma, but all I heard in the background was 60s and 80s, rev to the moon. So I guess he was at the track. I don't know, but all I heard was 80s and 60s, just two I think strokes. we were on the verge. We yeah. were on the verge yeah. here. Of, uh, he was at Loretta's scouting. Yep. He owns the track now. Right. Uh, we are on the verge. Right. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, and thanks to the Onyx Maps guys too, Weech. Yep. 500,000-plus miles of trails are all mapped out. It also includes uh, back roads, dirt roads, all that, and includes open dates and public and private land. Zoom in to find trails and off-roading areas in all 50 states. And you can also check out public lands, national parks, BLM, national forests, all that. And you can save the maps for offline use if you're out of service. Uh, you go to onxmaps.com or onx off-road in the app store. And uh, it would include mountain bike trails too, Steve. So uh, we've got to hook it up. We've, yeah. we've got to hook up with these guys, and we got to get you on it. Yeah, get me on, on it. On I use another service that I have to pay for. Oh, we, can, we can improve that. Yeah. Please do. My, my beautiful new free polar watch. Will you ever use it for bicycling? Are you a Strava guy or whatever? Are you? Will you do that? I'm a little mad at uh, Strava. A little mad at Strava because uh, I, I did. I had four days of glory this summer where my wife was uh, uh, at her parents without the kids. So I rode uh, two times a day, mountain bike, eight days or eight times in four days. And I swear every trail that I thought I knew the distance, Strava said it was less. So I'm very mad. There is a correct the distance button on Strava. So can it be off? Some yes, but not a lot. Like what are you talking? What are you what are you thinking they're off? For example, there's a trail I thought was like five miles and it was saying three point eight. And I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, not that much. It shouldn't be like that. Did you go right, to the trail that, that my buddy Justin Brayton took me to? Um out uh, it's a it's a maybe in a national park. Uh not the Olympic what water, but it's not the Whitewater Center. It's maybe uh, thirty Center, minutes from Whitewater Center. Center. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my buddy Justin Brayton went. Oh, you end up right man. back at the parking lot. It's just a circle, but it's really little, good. Little jealous. Okay. Little jealous. All right. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, again, 250 class from Unadilla. Uh, generational JT. That, that's what it is. Uh, Jet needed this, man. He rode great. I did not see that second moto coming. First moto was good. Uh, you know, he followed Justin Cooper and, uh, you know, made it, made it run at him a little bit. But Cooper pulling away on a track that... You know, he's got good vibes from. Uh, it wasn't surprising. And then uh, the second moto, though, that was uh, that was special, JT. Yep, just feeling the flow, man. He was just feeling the flow. Uh, no, and seriously, he rode incredibly well. And I, you know, at the opening of the show, I mentioned that I think this track works well for what Jet does well. You know, he, he has supreme level talent and skill and balance on the motorcycle, which I think that track really uh, rewarded. And you could just see it in his riding. Like that pass around the outside of, of Jet was, that's an uncommon pass. To be able to carry that much speed through a rut like that uh, is pretty awesome. And that's, that track just works well for what he does well. And you see what happens in that scenario. Big win, Weege, for the Jet. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but really from a momentum standpoint, the points are close. And that obviously helps too. He was eight points down. Now he's four points down. But more importantly... I mean, Justin Cooper had been outperforming him the last couple of motos. And then finally, Jet gets a good start for the first time in a while. Like you said, made a run at him. But Justin Cooper's last couple laps of that first moto were phenomenal. And I'm like, I think it's just rolling his direction. Like, he could have, should have won the overall at Washougal, maybe won one bit, 
He whole shots Moto 2. I'm like, okay, this is it. This is going to be the elusive. Finally, Justin Cooper goes 1-1, and he's just going to pull away. Uh, that changes everything, I feel. Uh, now, Jet Lawrence is not known as a guy who overthinks things. He probably... All this psychological mumbo-jumbo of momentum, confidence, is slipping away, pressure, all that. I don't even know if Jet even knows what those things mean. So maybe it wouldn't have affected him if he got beat by Cooper in Moto2. But I think momentum-wise, it's huge. I mean, he beat him straight up. Well, yep. Cooper's second moto fade, I mean, uh, just did you t- figure out – did you ask him a little bit about it? He seemed okay on the broadcast. I was yeah, at the press well, conference. He, I mean, He mentioned it in the in, in his podium interview you saw on TV, and yeah. he elaborated on it. He said the track was a lot different, uh, especially because they were racing second, 450s race first. Yep. He's like, it was so much drier. There was so much less traction. They didn't change really the bike between motos. He just uh, – you know, and I'm sure people are like, whatever, dude, don't blame the bike. But he's like, we needed to make bike changes for Moto2. We didn't, and uh, it well, was not good. Okay, but a guy on his own team just rode right by him also well, and dropped him. There you go. I knew as soon as I said it, there was going to be a counter. Um, but I, I'm not as against the bike setup is a either good thing or bad thing. It affects the results like you are. So, Well, I, I, okay, it can affect results, but it can affect results where you are uh, that far back and you drop that far back. I don't, I don't, I don't believe so, no. Okay, he, so then what was it? He, he was a, he, a different person rode the bike? Like, what are we talking about here? He was, oh, my God, he was a minute and 11 back. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, he basically said once he got passed okay. by the first three guys, wow. he's just like, uh, I'm going to try not to crash. Okay. I don't think he was charging all the way to the end. He was Could th- he have been down only Three seconds, seconds off his best time to, to the gym. I mean, you know, I mean, come on. Oh, So what is it then, Steve? Uh, maybe he got tired. Maybe, you know, got, he got tired. Arm pump. Tired, whatever. Yeah, uh, bikes. A bike setup's going to do that much. You're going to do that. I, I You're going to go know. that I, far I'm off. I'm just saying. He, I don't think he got tired. I do not believe that that was the reason. I have not seen him get tired. I don't know if I've ever seen him get tired. Well, it's a. It's I a, think it's a sketchy track, and as soon as starts stuff starts going away, and you, as JT said, you're going in a hundred foot long rut at forty miles an hour. I think it'd be pretty but, easy to be like, "Oh, this is not well, going well." I'm okay, but the first now. moto wasn't ruddy. I mean, it's the same, same, same basic form. I mean, rougher for sure. Second moto, but you know, again, okay. J Mart going by him and also dropping okay. him. I mean, right. if you want to, if you want to tell me he got fourth in a fight, I'm like, okay, like shit happens, whatever. You know what I mean? You, you, your bike wasn't perfect. You got fourth in a fight. That's okay, but I mean. Jmart. All right, he needs to train harder. I don't know. I don't know. He's no, yeah, that, yeah, that's it. I, yeah, uh, that's it. He's he's not in shape. That's what I'm saying. He's well, you're the four, Listen, man. You, you you push a little hard in the first moto. You you don't do what you need to in between motos. Uh, you uh, you know you wake up. You had a shitty a uh, night's sleep. Um, you know what I mean. You have an upset stomach. All that kind of stuff. Uh, who knows? All stuff that affects you. You know, for during the day of racing. So. So instead of saying any of those things, he would just say bike setup. Yeah, bike sucked. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. okay. Uh, let's let's call Rarick and find out how bad the bike sucked. Uh, I, I don't like. There's a guy under the team, you know, also with the same bike that they're you know sort of making changes for or not making changes for. And if they didn't change J Mart's bike, he got second with the same setup. And if they did change J Mart's bike, why wouldn't they change Justin's bike for the second moto? Uh, you know what though? I, I I'll, okay. I'll say a little is on the rider. Isn't it possible that J Mart's like, hey, hey, what do you think you need for Moto Two? And J Mart's like. This, this, and this, and they asked Justin, "What do you think?" And he's like, "Leave it." That could happen. Could Absolutely, it? but the right. team, Steve, but Steve. the team also has, you know, be like, "Hey, man, this is what we think. This is what we want to do." You know, I mean, I've been there. 
Um, Steve, you, you know, know, whenever they say that the bike setup wasn't right, it's they're not personally attacking you, right? Okay, JT, you know when the bike setup isn't right? It's not, they're not personally saying that, you know, it's just all bike. What? So just 100% bike. No, That's where I'm you're just, at. I'm just saying you get very offended by that. Because comment. it's just, it's it's silly to say it's the bike setup for that kind of ride. You can say it. It's a price. I 100% but believe it. But I 100% I, believe it's a factor. But, what, okay, but what else are you going to point to? Like, why is he? Why wouldn't he just say like I didn't feel very good? I wouldn't ride very well, and I, I was the track was sketchy, and I didn't, I wasn't feeling it. Wow, so JT. Saying, so you're just saying these riders they just don't ever they just exactly no, call it out. Like, hey, I I I, I banged the sometimes. monster chick till three a.m. and I'm tired. I mean, well, you, you 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 think the riders are tr- totally truthful on the podium at all, at all times? But I, I I'm just saying that sometimes the bike can be off. Absolutely, like it, it can be off. A minute eleven off. No, but when he – I think the bigger point here is it wasn't that it was the minute 11 off. It was that he – like just like we said, he didn't think he could ride with those guys. And once they checked out on him, he backed it off. Do I think he could have kept it closer than a minute 11? Absolutely. Was it going to be 30 seconds? Maybe. But if he felt like what's the point of couldn't, keeping it at 30 seconds? Couldn't keep RJ behind him? Just couldn't do clearly it? Clearly not. I'm sure he was trying. Oh, okay. Oh, damn, man, they got a real issue over there in that, between the first and second motos. I hope they hope the star guys figure it out because, geez, we've seen a lot of that over the years. I bet he does too. Yeah. Uh, I hope he can improve the fitness here. I, I, God, I can't believe I guess, he's tired. He's, he's, he's tired. Wasn't even that hot. He's not even in shape. How are you going to win this title? Yeah, he's not in shape. You're right. Exactly what I said. He's not in shape, <laughs> dude. You get arm pump. You start, you know, you get a little tense. You get arm pump, whatever it is, man. You, you, you guys never seen that? This is not unheard of. No, I just, I so just, it's all bike. So mad. It's just all so bike. It. No, he I, hates, it's all bike. He hates bike setup. He hates it. It's just the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> like they got you, they got you to win a moto, and one hour later, one hour later, you're a they minute eleven back. Win. They got, they you got you the bike set up to win. They got you a bike set up to win, and one hour, uh, you know, one hour later, you're you're just a minute off. <laughs> Steve, That's who it. Who wronged you on bike setup? You just, just you're, you're just Someone, so off. Yeah, JT, because the way JT, because you. you were a rider and you sat there and blamed the bike for your performances <laughs> over and over. Like you got to realize that Frank and Truman and Forrest were all trying hard, and you just sat there and blamed, pointed the finger at the bike. Yeah, I did that a lot. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. I'm the guy going, oh god, you know. Listen, we try. These are yours. This is your setup. Yeah, I was never the guy that was like, I'm just not very so. good. Right. Never. <laughs> so, you know, you come from blaming the bike, and I come from the guy that we, you know, we're like, hey, man, this this got you a win an hour ago. One hour ago, you won. But you he, dominated. But he also made the comment that I think we needed to change the bike. That was exactly what he said. Yes, and I'm sure there's the some bike. of that. I'm sure there's some of that. Okay. Is it a blame pie but, um, situation? Yeah. Is that we're down yeah, to? Yeah, okay. blame pie. And the blame, the blame, the, the the greater blame pie is on Justin Cooper. Okay. In my opinion, I mean, he needs he, to be in better shape. He was leading, like he got the whole shot. It was all yeah. in front of him, like it was on a on a track that he loves, right? Oh yeah. If he leaves the day he must going one one, yeah, must have got tired. If he leaves the day going one one, and he maybe he should have at least won the overall at Washougal. Maybe he would have gone one two. But the bottom line, he would have been the best guy the last two races. And it would have been straight up because Jet was close and Jet couldn't get him. If he had won that second moto, I'd have been like, well, it's obvious who the best guy is. That moto getting away from him 
It's big. big. It's big. big. Yeah, it's yes. big. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. What what is it? What's the gap now? Four? Four. Yeah. yeah. Uh Jmart three two on the day. Uh the donut guy was my favorite part of Jmart's day. <laughs> the donut guy. <laughs> that was yeah. great. And 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 man, I tell you what, they should have gave Jeremy the overall because on that piece Who's of shit the dishes. On that piece of shit bike. He got second. Uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. So, oh, gosh. who's who's washing the dishes in the background? Uh, probably my wife. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, we don't accept that kind of audio here. RJ Hampshire four three on the day. Uh, Voland six five. Good job, Max Voland. Yeah, that's awesome. Euro Euro style track. He raced uh, two <laughs> EMX one tw- uh, one EMX one twenty five in the mud. Well, but his dad raced in Europe forever. So all right, yeah. He's there got we go. It. Uh, gotcha. Hunter crashed second moto, right? I think he lost a bunch of spots. Hunter Lawrence? Uh, seemed like it. I feel yeah. like he crashed. Jalik rode well. 8-9 on the day. Came from the back, I think, in one moto. Uh, Levi Kitchen, the Horizon Award winner. All right, hold on here. Okay. We did not do it on last week's Loretta's pod, mm. but I do have the audio. Are you ready? Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. This is courtesy of your... AMA Nikki, Hi- Nikki Hayden Horizon Award winner Levi Kitchen. All right. Oh yeah, uh, lick balls. Yeah, Steve Mathis, lick my balls, man. I know you don't like amateurs, but um, I'm not an amateur anymore. So, yep, the ball licking is coming. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, like, there you go. I don't mind it. I don't mind a little bit of sass. <laughs> you know. Uh, second motor was good. Seventh, that's good. Uh, and I didn't real. I knew he was a Pacific Northwest guy. I did not know Weeds. You mentioned it fourteen times because you you were off on your on your broadcast. Oh, okay. From Washougal, like that. You didn't know that, dude. Washougal is a tiny town, and I so can't believe you didn't know that. No, I just knew. I I knew he was from Washington. That's it. Um. So Washougal, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and he says he doesn't like that track. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, it was funny. He was telling Emig, he's like, I don't like it because it's hard pack and slippery. And then Emig was like, you think the tracks are hard pack and slippery now? Yeah, really, Just right? Just when we rode them. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, right? It was, it was good. Yep. He he was happy. Uh, he said qualifying was horrible. He doesn't yeah. know what was wrong. But he was way happier overall than he was at Redbud when he was so nervous. He yeah. got tired in the second moto at Redbud. Seventh is, is legit. Good job for Levi Kitchen, for sure. I think, he, yeah. I think he may have gotten a little tired in that second moto as well because uh, he had passed Boland at one point. For fifth, and Faulkner oh, okay. got him too, right? And yeah. yes, and then uh, he faded back a little bit from there back to seventh. Not possible. Must be bike setup. Bike setup. Yep. Bikes. Yep. Not possible. <laughs> uh, Jared Fry. That's a. Is that Fry's best race this summer? I yeah, think? I looked. Yeah. Oh, yep. He. I don't think he had a single digit. I think he had a tenth. Yep. That eighth was the first single digit finish. And by the way, also from right down the road. From Bud's Creek. So can we throw him in? Can we throw him in the shock? Rod Bell battle. If it's ever going to happen for Fry, it's going to be next week, right? Or this coming weekend, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Masterpool, good job for Ty Masterpool, 11-14. Carson yeah. Mumford, JT, the floor is yours. 39th to 15th in Moto2. Top yeah, 10, I thought, Moto1. I, I, I thought he was good all day. First Moto was good. Um, I don't have anything other to say than that's the rides he needs to put in. Good job. Okay. Weege? Uh, he had A-Ray helping him out. Right. That, that's my only note. Uh, Preston Kilroy? It's pretty solid, man. Yeah. Pretty solid. Uh, you know, 12th overall. 
with a, a tenth. But, you know, we're in this weird stage where I feel like same thing with Schwartz, Kilroy. You see the Suzuki guy doing good, and you're like, what? On a Suzuki? But I guess we, we have to stop doing that. We right? do. We do. And, and I'm guilty of it, too. We make the jokes. But, dude, they're fine. Tro- Troll's bike was fine last year. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, and, uh, you know, and Twisted, Twisted's doing these motors this year, so. Twisted T? Uh, Twisted. Yeah, Twisted, Twisted T's doing their motors. Okay. I hope not. Is it's, your guy Billy? It's Billy. Your guy it's Billy B- Billy's Twisted doing tea? them. Yeah, he's in the pits. <laughs> <laughs> he's pouring Twisted T in there. Yeah. It's a flow bench. Uh, I asked Larry Brooks, who's the team manager over there at Bar X. Uh, I'm like, hey, are people approaching Schwartz? He's had two sixths. You know, Kilroy was really good at Loretta's. Like, are people approaching them? He's like, I don't know, but honestly, that would be cool. He's yeah, like, really? We're not a big team. Like, they wouldn't be. If, I'm like, okay, so you're not at the point where you're like, hey, we finally get something going. We got two fast kids. They're getting results, and then they leave us. And he's like, no, it's like we don't. We're not going to be able to pay. We're yeah. not a huge championship operation he's like I, I would be happy for them if they got big money yeah. from somebody fly racing yeah. zone preston kilroy yeah uh, absolutely dylan yeah. schwartz too we've been a part of that team for a while uh it was an amateur team long before it was a pro team oh so. i know oh yeah i totally know <laughs> okay i was up on that right just like watch google uh <laughs> forkner sixth in the second moto that's good first moto crashed out that's bad joe schmoda uh first moto good second moto crashed out that's bad Poor he Mitch. smashed his hand on that yeah. uh, plastic barrel. Poor and Mitch Payton. Sucked. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did see Mitch and uh, Hot Sauce, Ivan Tedesco, at the end. They, they don't think the hand is broken. They okay. think it's okay. Uh, man, just the yeah. hits keep coming. Yeah. Uh, good job for Verizzi, too. 14-13 on the day. Yeah. yeah. Said he made some bike changes. I saw his inst- social post. So. Oh. Uh, there, good thing he didn't get tired. Seth Hammaker. Yeah, no, bike change is seriously, Steve. You're just going to say that what? it only works one one direction. We what? <laughs> okay. No, no. All right. I'm not an anti bike change guy for some of it. It's a piece of the pie. That's that's it. It's a piece of the pie. It is not the whole pie. It's a bigger piece when you do better. Mm, interesting. Weege. So, yep. on our Pulpmex Fantasy podcast, Seth Amaker is coming back, and uh, you know he's he had a virus, right? Yeah, I think he had EBV. I don't know, mono or something. Um. And so he's been riding for a while. He comes back, and Parabinos is pumping his tires, pumping his tires. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I feel like one moto, he gets out of the top 17. Just, you know, first race back in a long time. Maybe he's not 100%. Maybe it's really hot, you know, rough, whatever it is, right? Um, This is during the week. And so he qualifies third, right? He starts up front. He gets ninth in the first moto. Second moto, what is he, seventh, eighth? And then Yeah, he's right uh, around that Poland. Five, uh, six. So yeah, Voland and, and uh, Kitchen right around so there. So his bike, I, I don't know if he, I, I guess he crashed because we thought his bike broke, but I guess he ended up crashing. Yeah, he crashed. Uh, yeah. Again, everybody, go to uh, RacerX Motocross and Supercross News on YouTube or look at the RacerX Online Breaking News with the Weed Show. You get all the scoops you need. I actually go to the races as a reporter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he crashed coming out of, um, I don't know what it's called. Yeah. I don't know what they call it. Mm, I don't know either. They go the wall. down. The wall. They go, yeah, they <laughs> go down. There's a U-turn. <laughs> and then they go up a wall. I don't know what it's called. Uh-huh. So he said he crashed. He broke his clutch lever off, so he couldn't get the bike into neutral. Couldn't get it. It took a while to get it started. Right. So, yeah, what did he end up? 21st. So, 21st. So, therefore, yeah. he ends up out of the top 17, and I bet Paul $20. Oh. He's so mad on our group text. And then I say to him on the group text, well, just like I thought, man, something would go wrong. Paul kicks me out of the group text, boots me 
out of the group text, which I didn't, didn't know you could do. Then says he's not paying me. Then pays me via Apple Pay. And I say, I don't have Apple Pay. And he said, too bad. <laughs> Paul Perbinos, everybody. <laughs> well, you were needling. Of course, that's what you do. Well, I don't. And that's what any I don't winning. Oh, well you know, Paul. Um, um, but you're lucky he didn't mail you anthrax. Yes. Well, I I don't care. But when you win bets, that's what you do. Uh, I've been on the receiving end of that a few times. Uh, but absolutely, Hamaker would have finished in the top 17 both motos, 100. percent So, uh, yeah. Um, uh, he would have been like probably yeah. sixth or seventh overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, and now I got I have to sign up for Apple Pay to get his 20 bucks. Oh, okay. Well, I would do it if I were you. Uh, March Banks, uh, 40th. Hey, I got to say, Hamaker, that's impressive. That is, like, yep. And I could not believe this. You feel like he's been around forever. He kept getting hurt as an amateur and EPV and all this stuff. He said it was only his second national, mm-hmm. and the first one was the opener. And he's like, that doesn't even feel like a national because right. I ride that track all the time. I just wake up in my own bed and ride. He's like, this is the first, to me, real national. Obviously, I'd never ridden Unadilla because uh, no one does. I thought that was pretty impressive. Absolutely. Yeah, especially yeah. for being off so long and everything else. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yep. No, that's good. Yep. Good job for him. Um, March Banks crashed or broke first moto? Uh, I think broke okay. first moto. Yep. Uh, our guy Mitch Kendra at Racer X saw them, you know, gas tank off. Yeah. Doing everything they could. 16th um, in moto two. Yep. Styles, 17 DNS. What is going on there? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, actually. <laughs> I, must I, have I got tired. I, he must have got tired. I just mean I don't know. I don't mean, like, uh, this is a mystery. Like, there probably is an answer. I just didn't ask. I don't know. Well, I we'll think Epstein out. for a while, or Epstein Bar, right? I think at some Did point. He? Yeah, something. Somebody told me that. So. He had some sort oh. of, uh, like, leg issue, knee issue. Yeah. That, uh, that was a big problem during Supergrass. Epstein Bar. Yeah, is, he had a big header in the whoops in yep. uh, Atlanta. Yeah. Epstein Bar is back. It is back. It is back. Um. I do not know. I have not heard that. I don't know if he has that. I thought he had a virus or something I heard. But it's – it's. is he riding there next year, JT? Do you know? Uh, I do not know. Okay. Uh, I wonder sure. if he's going back or not. But this has not been good. He did get a podium at Daytona for sure. Dude, they cannot do this. Do not do this. What? It's his first year. I hate when teams do this. You have would, to bring it I back. would be surprised if he's not there. I, I just don't know. Yeah. I can't confirm yeah. But I would be very surprised if he's not there. You can't. And he got a podium at Daytona. I know it's just one race. Yeah. But whatever. It's his rookie year. Like, come on, guys. Bring him back. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not saying they're not. I'm just, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just don't okay. know. Uh, okay. Troll train? Ugh. Not good. Steve. It is. The, the, the train has gone off the tracks. Do you ever, you guys, Where are we at on the championship? Do you guys seen the movie Fugitive? I have. It's, it's relatable. Wesley Snipes? Yep. No, Wesley Snipes is not in the Fugitive, but thanks. Oh, wait. Is that uh, Harrison Wait, Ford? no, there, no, wasn't there a one? Yeah, I think they came the, back with a like a spinoff. Yes, or a, and that was Wesley, Wesley Snipes, Snipes. But the Fugitive it's not, was not called the Fugitive. It was not Wait, called what? the U.S. Marshals. U.S. Marshals. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Have you guys seen the Fugitive? The, the One Armed Man. Yes. Okay. With it's Han Solo. Favorite okay. television show growing up, and when that came out as a movie, like twenty years later, my dad, I could not believe this, took my mom into the movies. And they even went to dinner before it. It is the only time. <laughs> popcorn? No. Good, no good question, JT. No chance in hell okay. a popcorn was purchased. It popcorn is, is the uh, ultimate indulgence. Yeah, uh, that, there's no way. But I'm just saying in my entire life, that is the only time I remember knowing that my dad took my mom out to dinner in a movie. The Fugitive. Yep. Okay. There's a huge plane or train crash in the movie. 
guys remember that? Yes. That's Troll Train right now. Oh, went a long way for that. Just, just the the cars are stacking on each other into a ditch. Phil, uh, Phil told him this week. Airport. He might have a broken wrist. The other arm. Oh, my God. Phil told him. I saw him not putting his hand on the bar. I yeah. didn't see that. Phil told him this week his career is over. He just needs to accept it. <laughs> that's that's his friend. <laughs> so. I'm, oh my god! I'm trying to get uh, I'm trying to get Troll here for the show, and and God. And if Troll was wondering if not riding would you know if he could do it without riding, and then that's when Phil chimed in. Your career is over. You just accept it. Jeez. Um. All right. So that's so title uh, is over. Title is over, Steve. Oh yeah, 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 guys. Oh, okay. He was honestly he wasn't going to win it. I mean, even he missed all you know since Lakewood. He wasn't going to win it, guys. Okay. Um, Renslin, 20th on a 125. Good job, Luke. Uh, it's amazing how it works. He got one point on the 125 because Hamaker ended up 21st. Nice. Yeah. Good it job. all works what's, out what's, what's, what's the deal here? Like, what are we trying to accomplish on this 125? Oh, boy. Is this just a hobby now? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. if that's what yeah. it is. You just yeah. like, screw it. I got, right. you know, like, I'm, I'm yeah. going to school. I have a job. Like, this just is fun. Then I get it. If it's like... Anything other than that? that I no, do. no, that, that's, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, and uh, uh, the, 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 the gas gas guy, Pierce Brown. Yeah. Not, not a good oh day. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. No. Wow. RIP fantasy team. Who Thank you, Pierce did Brown. Gas, gas Gas did something to someone <laughs> yeah. in the, in the, recently? Yeah. Because <laughs> things went really poorly. Yeah, not good, right? Is Moseman, is that a long-term thing? No, I think he's less bad than Barsha. He could be back. He uh, even even maybe next even this weekend. Maybe? He cr- he hurt his head. He crashed in concussion, or was it something else? Uh, I don't think it was full concussion. No. Okay. But he didn't ride for maybe like the whole two weeks during the break. Okay. And they were like, "Don't ride, get tired, and get hurt again." Right. Uh, but in other news, they have re-signed that the, the same three guys are coming back next year. Oh, okay. So that's that that's breaking news. Be, okay. I think it was. I mean, I don't think it was known for sure. Right. 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 Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I thought they. Were, I mean, they talked about Marv, and you know, they, you might think they might add a guy. Uh, I, from what I could tell, with that, it was uh, Barsha really likes being the only 450 guy, and they decided to let's just stick with that. All right. Yep. Yep. Uh, shout out to Stephen Hooker. It's a cool name. I always thought TJ Hooker was a cool name. So Stephen Hooker. Is that uh, Shatner? Yeah. We are really showing our age with some of the references on today's show. Tommy Rios, that was also somebody that Paul brought up uh, as a possible Pulp Max Fantasy guy because he's a is yep. he a rookie, right? Yep, first race. I, I yep. love the name Tommy Rios. I wish my name was Steve Rios or Tommy Rios is good too. It's awesome. it's what is awesome. going on? It's an awesome name. What? I, okay. You don't think Tommy the, Rios is an awesome name? I, I don't know. I don't really rate names. I don't really. Like you're at a club and a chick's like, what's your name? And you're like, Tommy Rios. I will say I think Tommy Rios is one of those names where you always say your last name. Yeah, yeah. He's like, not Tommy. Right. He's Tommy Rios. Right. Like, like, uh, hey man, like West Kane. Yeah. Like, hey dude, did you see what Tommy Rios did? Instead of did yeah. you see what Rios did or whatever, you'd say, do you see what Tommy Rios did? Yeah. JT, your yes. your photographer over there, Fly Racing, Matt Ware, who used to work with us, Racerex. Does anyone call him Matt? He's uh, Matt Ware. He's Matt Ware. It's, yeah, it's, I, I think his name is Matt Ware. Some people do in the yeah. office, but they don't know him as yeah. long as we nope. would have known him. Yeah, there are certain guys. Yeah, Tommy Rios is always Tommy Rios. Matt Ware is never Matt. He's Matt Ware. 
Right. Yep. It just goes together well, too well. Yep. Tommy Rios is a cool name. Okay. Yep. Bottom line. There was a there was a football player for Notre Dame years ago. His name was Arnez Battle. And oh. I was just I just always thought that name was just amazing. I thought you were going with wow. Rudy. His name was Rudy, yeah, Rudy Rudiger. Rudy Rudiger, and everyone just called him Rudy Rudiger. <laughs> okay. All right. It's time to go. Hopefully, Star uh, Racing gets the bike set up anywhere close. Gosh. I I pray yeah. to Jesus that they do something in between motos at Bud's. <laughs> something. Anything. Because this thing is terrible. It's unrideable. It's a minute 11 worse. So, I have some uh, news that I have to get out on behalf of oh. Star Racing owner. Bobby Regan, he's very adamant that I spread the word on this. Okay. This is how competitive Bobby Regan is. Okay, so they are currently holding the red plate in both pro classes yep. in motocross. They have the top amateur rider in the nation with Levi Kitchen. And then their B-class rider, below one notch below Kitchen. Is second behind Evan Ferry. Yes. Oh, okay, I know. And Evan Ferry got robbed, right? So <laughs> if I find that guy who tweeted me that Evan was ducking everybody and he sucked on a 250F, I, I'm going to I'm going to do unspeakable things to that man's house. Oh, yeah. Somebody said he got waxed. Yeah. Free stone. Yeah. yeah. 250F. Right. Yes. Uh, so their B rider at Loretta's uh, wins five of the six B motos. Yep. Nick Romano. And he gets the amateur of the year award, which is the award that goes to the top B rider, not the top graduating into the pros guy. So they've again, they have the best amateur the best next-level amateur, and the two best pros right now, right? So I see Bobby Regan, and he's like, come in here. i got to talk to you. And oh I'm boy. like, oh, boy. He's like, come into the lounge. Sit down. I have something I have to tell you. And oh. I'm like, oh, boy. And there's Kitchen up in the riders' lounge, probably like, what <laughs> is going on? Getting ready for what really is his first race. And he's like, we bleeped up. We bleeped up big time. And I need everybody to know this. Nick Romano won his first five motos. All he needed to do was get fifth in his final moto, and we didn't tell him, and he crashed. And that's on me, and that's on the team. We screwed that kid. We blew it. We bleeped up. And I want you to tell everybody you know, spread the word. We screwed up for that kid. Wow. JT, spread the word. (laughs) Yeah. We also got the fastest 450 on earth because our our best 450 rider can't even hold on to it. (laughs) Backslip. I'm so mad we're putting 20 more horsepower in Flexigo's bike today. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is how competitive you are. I'm like, Bobby, you're good. You're good. He's still one. He's still we... the best B guy. And then I was talking to uh, Swanee, and he's like, oh, Bobby was still going off on it today. He's like, we really don't need to worry about Romano today. We really don't need to worry about Romano at Loretta's. Like, we got championships for trying to win. So that is how competitive Bobby Regan is. That's why I tell you this story. But the kid, uh, so the Romano was in, was up front and crashed? Or, like, well, I don't understand. Like, he crashed so, the first turn. Okay. He came back. He got in position to win it. Oh, and oh okay. And he's crashed saying, again. we didn't, we didn't yep. pit board him well enough and give him the word, like, you got right. the fifth, you're good. Right. Uh, he, I talked to Seth a little about that. Seth disagrees a little bit. I don't know the details. That's not the point. The point okay. is, yep. that's how competitive Bobby Listen, Regan has not won enough. When he was rolling out Keith and Kevin, I mean, I knew that this man was the ultimate competitor. I knew he was the ultimate competitor. (laughs) When Keith and Kevin had rides for four years, and it was Bobby J's star racing. Star racing, yes. I I could tell the man was on the path that he's on today. It it is a weird deal. Like That's where we are. But It's hard to deny it right now, though. Oh, yeah. It's a fantastic job. Fantastic job. And, 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 you know, but... 
Okay, he okay. wanted me to tell you that okay. story. All right. Um, I sp- the Not word. me specifically, they, just the world. Just the world. Use my media power. Okay. Let everybody know. Okay. Bobby Regan holds full responsibility. He screwed over Nick Romano by not getting someone to give him a pit board to just hold your position. All right. Well, I blame, that kid. I blame Seth Rowe. He, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe they're blaming Seth Rowe too. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. Well, maybe Nick Romano will only see the back of Evan Ferry's chest protector next year. Oh. Yeah. That's right. Wow. That's right. It's coming wow. in hot. Timmy texted me the other day. Hey, do they have 125s at Percy? I'm like, no. No. <laughs> Two, and he, he writes 250s, question mark? Yeah, they have 250s. He writes back, Eric, question mark? Yeah, Timmy, Eric. Yeah. Is he ducking? I don't See, know. That's dude. why I wanted 125? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm just like this guy. It's like out of nowhere, right? Like, oh, That would be good. Yeah. Remember so. uh, Joey Crown? Wasn't Joey Crown the master of the 250 class? In those races? Yeah. Was it Bercy? Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, Geneva. I think it was Geneva. Geneva. Yeah. Oh, not Bercy. Okay. Not Bercy. But but uh, Jace Owen or Osby won Bercy. Yeah. Bowers won. Bowers also pissed yeah. some people off. Imagine that. He was a little rough. Oh, you would love it, Steve. You would love it. What? If Evan races Bercy. Oh, yeah, it'd be great. Or Paris. Yeah, no, fantastic. Paris. Yeah. That'd be great. Yep. Yeah. Imagine oh. how mad you'll be if no one would still go to Starbucks with you. No, it's really close. I, it's the new arena is super close. I don't need anybody. Oh, okay. Um, all right, that's it. Fly Racing Racer X Podcast. Unadilla. Uh, thank you, Renthal, Maxis Motorsport, Cobalinks, Onyx, Arma. Subscribe to Racer X, please. I appreciate it. And Steve, I, you coming to Bud's Creek? I'm back at Bud's Creek. I mean, all right. I mean, I'm back too. Oh what, wow! Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. We. What's Podcast. up with Hangtown? Is Hangtown going or what? Why am I getting people talking about Hangtown not racing? Look, man, I, I, you, I went through enough of it last year. I am not responding to rumors of races being canceled. Like, do we ask the guy in the KOA campground? Yeah, Osborne seems to know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll ask, hit him up. He'll be yeah, hit up Osborne. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, yes, I've heard no, this I, rumor again. I'm not hearing this rumor from MX Sports, Davey Cruz. Right. I'm just hearing it from other people coming at me. Yeah. and I'm like, every single national last year was going to be canceled. Yes, Washougal got canceled. They ran every other one despite the rumors, so I don't know, dude. I actually, because of the success of 03 Bud's first moto, uh, passing Carmichael and winning uh, Mathis Ferry, I don't even need to pay when I go into Bud's. I'm treated like royalty. Okay. Other than your credential? <laughs> I, I, mean, I get in free. I walk right in. Oh, they, don't okay. even, they don't even stop me. And it's right. because Are you of, the Bud's Wall of Fame? Yeah. Like I think Johnny so. O'Mara at Unadilla? Yeah. Yeah, I think okay. there's a Bud's Wall of Fame 03 first yeah. moto. You should have got married on Henry Hill. That, that was the race. Uh, the f- second moto of that race, I saw a snow cone stand, and uh, I was waiting. I want to get a snow cone on the way back to the truck after the moto. And I had no – I did not have my wallet on me, but I had everything else. And I offered the lady my parade lab goggles for a snow cone, and she said no. So I turned around to the guy behind me. I said, give me two bucks for these parade lab goggles, and he did. And then he bought my snow cone, and I went back with a snow cone. Scott goggles, everybody. <laughs> yep, thank you, Timmy Paraylap. Scotts sold to a guy for two dollars oh for a snow cone. It was fantastic. Yeah, it's great. Hey, uh, in the glory days of your bottom line yeah. video show, which God, with how huge YouTube and all that stuff oh. is these days, yeah, it would have been great. If you could bring that show back now, remember, didn't you do that one year? What? 
yeah. things could you get out of a set of goggles? That was what Washugal. Yep, that yes. probably came from that idea from that race, yeah. and no one would give me anything, like nothing. Really? Yeah, yeah, I got nothing. Like I tried you to get a get pizza. A slice of pizza. I tried goggles. to get a pizza. I tried to get a, a corn dog. I tried at Washugal. No one would give me anything. Goggles are worth way more. Oh than yeah, yeah. But none of these ladies or gentlemen working these stands seem to care. So <laughs> okay. yeah, I got nothing. I remember that the whole bit was a was a dud, you know. So, but I was gonna go in the floaty unicorn floaty into that pond at Buds. Yes. And yes. I was advised strongly by a gentleman working there to not go in that pond. Like, do not go in that pond. And I'm, then I'm like, you later. It would have been the first ever confirmed case of COVID. I think so. And then I watched it water the track later, and I'm like, okay, so, you know, I don't know. But he's like, do not go in there. I'm like, okay, all right, noted. So, Hey, after Timmy won the first moto, what happened? Bike setup? Uh, 1-1. I thought he didn't go 1-1 on the day. N- no. First turn crash, second moto that he blamed on Chad, and uh, and then that was it. And then yeah, broke beat up bike the rest of the moto. The first moto is when the muffler exploded, and there was packing everywhere on the way to the on the way to the victory. Yeah, bike setup. But you may be thinking, but that may you may be seven. It's like a smokescreen. Yeah, you may be excusing that to the time of Glenn Helen when he was running third, passing Tortelli, running third, and my oil cap uh, um, came loose on the um, filler, and oil was spraying everywhere. What about Southwick? Ignition cut out. Yeah, bike bike stopped. Hmm. Yep. Well, that when he won the first moto at Unadilla, then the brakes broke. Ah, uh, that was not me. Out. That was another mechanic. But yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. All right, good. Do time. you think when uh, when Justin Cooper goes back to the truck and he's like, "This bike setup cost me a one-one and overall yeah. yep. points lead," yep. does the mechanic come marching back with a snow cone? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good point. I don't know, man. Yeah, snow cone's good. Yeah. No, I don't know. The guy was stoked though. Two bucks. Yeah. Okay. We gotta go. Uh, thanks for the uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Thanks to the sponsors, of course, and uh, and we'll be back in uh, next week to talk about Bud's Creek. Thanks, boys. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as the Bad Boy Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunis. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing. He's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. Absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. 
it was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The Daughter, Raw Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride and you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the years go by.